Hi, MDRT. It's Laura. I'm bringing you episode 18 of the MDRT podcast. Today, I spoke with Dr. Megan Cresson, who is a pathologist from Austin, Texas. She lives there with her two boys and her very supportive husband, who is also a runner. And we got to catch up about her life um, and running. She just completed a virtual marathon, 26.2, all by herself with um, some friends who cheered her on and a running partner who ran part of it with her and her husband ran the last six miles with her and it qualified her for the New York City Marathon 2020. So I look forward to seeing her in New York um, next year um, and may have even inspired me to think about running uh, New York City Marathon next year as well. Um, she is such a pleasure to speak with and just down to earth and really, really fun. So please enjoy my conversation with Megan. Um, it's good. I think kids are like using it bandwidth. Yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can okay. hear you. Hi. Hi, Laura. <laughs> Hi, Megan. Thank you so much for um, spending some time with me. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for wanting to talk with me. I, like I know. Interviewed by a celebrity here. <laughs> um, yeah, I had to share Like when I asked you, you were like, Oh, you've reached the bottom of the barrel. And I was like, come on, Megan. (laughs) Well, it's like, I mean, okay. So I was trying to think of an analogy. And you know how Kristen Bell is an actor, but she sings and she like gets paid to sing. And, you know, that's something that she does in movies. But she wouldn't say she was a singer. She's an actor. Yeah. You're like not a runner. So I kind of feel like I'm like Kristen Bell would interview me about my singing. <laughs> you know? so here you are interviewing me. It's so you're so funny. So you're my Kristen Bell. Oh, what, whatever. Um, <laughs> all right, everyone. This is Dr. Megan Crescent. Do you go by Kilt or uh, Crescent? I go by Crescent. Um, I kept my my maiden name as my middle name, you know, just in case I got divorced. I wanted it in all the documents. Yeah, but it seems <laughs> unlikely at this point. So, Crescent. well, you you yeah. never know. You know, ne- you never know. It's so true. <laughs> my mom always told me, no one ever gets married expecting to get divorced. This is this is true. This is yeah. one million percent true. And I'm, there's some mama docs out there would be like, yes, <laughs> keep, your, keep your name. I never changed my name. I mean, I changed my name on Facebook and many other things, but I never real actually changed my name. So <laughs> well, I changed mine before I graduated from med school. So it's on my diploma. So it would be a, Got it. a bit of a problem to change it back now. So I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm in this for the long term. With yeah. Him. I mean, you'll just have to deal with him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm spoiled, so, you know, yeah. can't in the husband department. <laughs> well, I did want to go all the way back because I, as I always do, I stalk people on Facebook because that's what I do. <laughs> I found it so interesting. I like have a thing for pathologists because 
like, you're so nerdy. You're so smart. Um, like Alice Brioni is being the other one that I interviewed. And it's just so oh, fascinating. Like, oh my gosh. She's so badass. That was She's such an so... amazing interview. She's so amazing. <laughs> She's so amazing. And as are you. Um... And then there's Pam. Oh my God. Oh, yes. Right. You know Pam's what? a you have to get Pam on. I do. I should. Um, I just figure she is so busy. Like she's just running right, right oh, now. As we speak, she's though. probably running. <laughs> she went part-time work. So, you know, just saying. <laughs> yeah, I know. She probably runs like 20 to 30 miles, like a day or something like that. So. Well, I stalk her. So yeah, she's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait a minute. you, I feel like you lived a couple lives before you found medicine because it looked like you were, were like, in teaching before like you didn't go straight like did you go to college thinking that you were going to be a doctor no I definitely did not um my mom was a nurse she was a nurse practitioner yeah and she really wanted me to be a doctor so of course I said no um uh-huh. but I, I loved biology and I and I did by bi- I, I double majored in biology and English and so I decided to be a teacher so I taught high school ninth grade English for three huh. years, I actually got my master's in teaching, and I taught and I taught high school before going back to med school. So yeah. So what brought you to med school? You were like these teenage brats. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's I have a good friend, and we did all of our biology research together in college. We got our teaching degrees together, and we both started teaching. And one day, she said to me, Megan, and we're having. And she said, I'm going to quit teaching and go to medical school. And I said, okay, when do we start? Uh, <laughs> and then she ended up changing, decided to go to vet school, and then she didn't do that. And so she started up this whole, like, Families in Nature Network and has done all this other stuff. And I ended up actually going to med school. So we yeah. laugh about how it's her fault. Yeah. I see you're very susceptible to enabling, so that's probably why you're a mom doc right now. Oh, like, my God, just, it's so true. <laughs> you just plant seeds in your head. Like, you're, <laughs> I think this is a good idea. You're like, um, okay. Okay, I'll go to med school. I'll run so a then, marathon. Sure. Yeah, so, yeah, sure. So then you went to med school. Did you know you wanted to do, like, pathology, or did you imagine – because I'm, I'm guessing your mom was a nurse practitioner and – like clinically oriented seeing patients um did you think you were going to do that or you already knew that you were going to no you know the only thing i knew for sure was that i didn't want to do pediatrics because after teaching i realized that i hated parents um yeah. ah that's a good point <laughs> yeah so i never wanted to deal with parents again um so i knew i didn't want to do peds but i liked everything i loved everything in med school my favorite rotation was transplant surgery. That was the most amazing rotation. But I was pregnant on that one. That was the only thing that sucked. Yeah. And one of my residents, when I was in med school, she whispered to me. She was a surgery resident. She whispered to me one day, don't do surgery. Do pathology. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So I did pathology. Yes. I'm very susceptible. Very susceptible. <laughs> Very susceptible. So it sounds like you knew your husband was married and kind of settled even before you went to med school. Yeah, I did something I never thought I'd do, and I actually followed him. Um, He had applied to dental school, and so he went to dental school in San Antonio um, a year before I went to med school. And so then when I got into med school, I had to 
rank things and decide where to go. And I actually, I gave up a spot at my top choice med school and I went to San Antonio to follow him, which is appalling. We weren't married yet or even engaged, but yeah, I did it. I figured, well, I'll be an MD either way. And one way it might work out with him as well. So, and I think it was a, I think it was a good choice. It was okay. Let me, so what med school did you give up? We'll give a big shout out to them. Oh, it was Baylor. I wanted, yeah. Oh, Baylor. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they, it was their loss. They were yes. <laughs> where you needed to be. And then you started a family right away. I did. Um, so we got engaged after, I guess, my first year of med school. We got married after my second year. And I got pregnant three months into the marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have so- to do some math here? Do we have to really, like, fact check that to see what your <laughs> son's birthday is in relationship to your... <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. When I was, so I, I was pregnant, and then I was telling people, oh, you know, it's about to be my first, you know, anniversary. And they were like, oh, have to do the math. Ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, it's not that hard, people. Yeah, like, it's not that hard. <laughs> like, the year anniversary and gestation is nine, you know, a little over nine months. So I, I think we can do that math. <laughs> It's such a silly thing, actually. But so he is your um, son is now 16. He is. Woo. 16. 16 and 14. 16 and 14. So I had Liam and I actually had this amazing dean in med school, Nan Claire. She was incredible. And I talked with her about having a baby and when a good time was. And she said, you know, there is no good time to have a baby. Don't wait till there's a good time or you won't have one. She said, just have a baby. And she let me take a year off between third and fourth year. So I actually took a year off with him when he was born. I stayed home for a year before doing my fourth year of med school. Ah, that's so nice. Yeah, yeah, it really made me realize that I never wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Oh, yeah. Good. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Not not my thing for sure. It was hard. Yeah. So then you, cause then you had Finn and you did, you were in residency at that point. Yeah. That right? I decided that um, it was, I got the baby making out of the way. So I, you know, with Liam, so I wouldn't have to worry about having other babies. He was a horrible baby. Um, so I was like done with that. Wash my hands. Now I can move on. And then, oops, um, I got pregnant with Finn. So yeah, I had him August of my intern year, so that yeah. was a little less than ideal. He was my pleasant surprise baby. So, yeah, yo, meaning two months into residency. Yes. Okay, I mean they let you take like a month off or something like that. I'm sure, right? Like- oh yeah, you know it's crazy. I mean the way that we do maternity leave is nuts. So since I hadn't been there that long, they let me take the two weeks vacation that we're allotted for. Um, you know, your first year of residency. And then I took, I went, I think six weeks unpaid. Yeah. And then they told me that those would essentially be my vacation weeks for the next two years when there were three weeks, second and third year, because otherwise I wouldn't graduate on time. So I essentially lost paid vacation in order to take unpaid maternity leave. So i I paid for it. Yeah. So I didn't take vacation again yeah. for years. It was nuts. Oh, that is nuts. I mean, 
this isn't about me, but like I did something similar yeah. too when I had my my son. Um, it was crazy. It was crazy, but it's all over and it's a blur because my son is right in between your your sons. He's fifteen. Okay. Yeah. So I I hear you. I had him second year of my. Well, I was pregnant my internship year, and then I had him second year. So. Oh, it's a blur. It's all over. It is quite a blur, isn't it? Like, I look back, I'm like, I don't know how I did that. Yeah. I have no idea. It just happened. I mean, yeah, did you hire a babysitter or you had family? Because um, in residency, you, you know, you took in, you taken time off from the first one, but the second one, you were did the opposite. You worked 24-7. Yeah. And, um, you know, everyone thinks pathology residency is super easy, and, you know, we actually violated work hours, you know, we got, the program was cited for it later, um, and it was hard. So we, I did have a nanny for a year, and we, and we figured out once we were paying her taxes all legally and everything that I was paying to work that year, so that was exciting. Yeah. Um, and then we did daycare thereafter, and it was hard. My husband had a, he had a dental practice, and so when the kids were sick, he had to close his practice and really? actively lose money to take care of them it was yeah and then at one point wow at one point my we had um it was the year that the h1n1 flew one around 2009 i think i was a fellow that year and we were specifically told you know work hours don't apply to your fellowship because it's not acgme yeah wow yeah and there was a wow I think a five-year-old or something who who died in the next county over, a healthy kid. And my kids both came down with H1N1. They had, you know, 104-plus degree fevers. They were crazy sick, and they were sick for a week. And I took two days off. My husband took three days off. And I was actually called in by the program director and told that I wasn't valuing my job that my work ethic was suffering, that I needed to hire a nanny, you know, just because I took two days off, so. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, my husband, oh, they told me I valued my husband's job more than my own. I'm like, he took three days off. Right. Uh, it was it was a very malignant um, situation. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Sorry you had to go through that. It's like, it's well, such a shame. I think it's not unique at all, though. You know, that's, that's how it is. Right. Right. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, they're worth it though. Those kids, they're okay. Yeah, they're okay. We'll keep them. (laughs) Um, after residency, you, was this all at Vanderbilt or? Yeah, it's always great when you describe your program as malignant and then it's like oh and it was Vanderbilt by the way (laughs) well you know it it was Vanderbilt and I think it's changed so much yeah I don't want to like out them as like the worst (laughs) no program in the country but once they got created they actually swung in the other direction so it really changed oh that's good so how did you end up in Texas are you from Texas I am not I am from Connecticut I am a New Englander I am oh, yeah. a di- displaced New Englander, so yeah. I ended up in, um, oh, apparently my 16-year-old is home. I thought I was the only one home. He just Hi, Liam. <laughs> Hi, Liam. <laughs> he says howdy. Yeah. Um, I guess school hasn't started. 
I don't know why he's not at school. Um, yeah, he's just taking a day off. He's he's putting his feet up. So, are you sick? Why aren't you at school? Oh, I don't know. He's he's. I don't read lips. He forgets. Yeah, I don't. he's like um, okay. He's my child's boy. For some <laughs> reason, I have a kid at home. That's okay. the kind of mom I am. I <laughs> touch with these. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he's like, don't you remember? There's SATs today, and like I came home early. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm kind of wondering what maybe it's a late start day or something. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, you ended up in Austin because of your husband, or? No, you know, I'm the I'm the third child, and my mom was um she memorized all the college books. She knew everything at the time. Remember, there was like Ir- Irma Birnbach, like Guide to Colleges and stuff. She had all the college books memorized. And she knew that Rice had a free application at the time. She said, it's a good school. It's a free application. You might as well apply. Okay. If it had not been free, I would not be in Texas because I got in and decided to go. Yeah. Um, so I met my husband at Rice. And so I we were in Texas for that. And he's from Tennessee, which is what brought me back to Tennessee for residency. And then got we it. moved back here. Moved back to Texas. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're Texans now. We are, well, no, I mean, you really (laughs) born here. So Liam's the only Texan in the family. Oh yeah. He knows this. Okay. Yes. He knew this when we lived in Tennessee. He, he, he has it in his blood. There's something about it. Yes. He's, he's our only Texan. Yeah. Yeah, Cause Finn was born in Tennessee, right? Yes. He was born in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you do? Um, yeah, what do you do on a, on a day-to-day basis? Like, are you a general pathologist? Do you read, like, um, certain, like, specific things? So I am um, an APCP, so a general pathologist, but I'm also subspecialized in hematopathology. Okay. So I do everything pretty much except skin. I don't really do much skin. Um, we separate out our derm path. But okay. I read... Mostly surgicals, some cytologies, yep. and then yep. I do the heme path, the flow cytometry, um, you know, lymph nodes, bone marrows, that sort of thing as well. Yeah. Do you have to take call? We do take call. I will be on call this weekend, in fact, um, but it is not like your call. No, I know, of course. <laughs> but every once in a while, you have to go in and do like a frozen or something for... Yeah, we'll go in for frozen. We'll go in for like a new leukemia. Um, yeah. That kind of stuff. But it's not generally crazy. No, it's not generally crazy. Yeah. Good. Not at all. And so how does how did running fit in all of this? Like, when did you start doing that? You know, I did not start for a long time. I I wasn't, I mean, I, I did some sports in high school, but I really have never been much of an athlete. Um, I was thinking about it the other day because my husband ran a half marathon when I was in residency and I thought he was crazy <laughs> and I was really a little irritated with him for the amount of time he took running. And I, at one point I told him, I said, you are never allowed to run a full marathon because that is nuts and it would take you way too much time. And I was so mean. Yeah. <laughs> now karma is biting you in the butt. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. And But I think, you know, seeing him start to run and, and try to get healthier. And, you know, I, I wanted to be able to you know chase my kids around more. And so I did like the couch to 5K program and was running a little bit here and there. Um, and I didn't actually really run a race until 
Oh, I don't know, like 2017, maybe even. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, maybe like a 5K or something like that, but not really like racing. So yeah, I'm pretty new to it. Yeah, because I think, did you run Houston 2018? I did. Yeah, Yeah, that's where you met then. Mm-hmm. And was we had your big stir as well. Right. That was after that. I mean, that was after that. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of people I saw at Houston. I mean, in 2018, I think MDRT went crazy. I, we just went around running <laughs> marathon after marathon after marathon. But was 2018 Houston, was that your first marathon? That was my first marathon. Mm-hmm. Woohoo. How mm-hmm. did that go? It went really well. Um, I felt so strong right up until I hit that wall. It felt like <laughs> As we all do. <laughs> you know, the and then I, I hit the wall and I started hurting. And I thought, well, I guess everyone hurts like this. But I had actually injured myself. And so that was when I got that tendonitis. And that lasted for quite a while. Um, <sighs> the only sucky thing about that marathon is there were so many great crowds. But then right when I was, I was like feeling super strong. It was like mile 16 or 17. I had a smile on my face. And then someone had a sign up that said, go turtles or something, something like that. Uh. And I was so, I was like, I thought I was doing well. I guess oh. I'm not. So oh. do you, I'm still angry at that person to this I'm day. sorry. <laughs> That's, uh. Right? I'm like, they thought yeah. they were nice. They weren't. So uh. but yeah, that was. That was a good race in a lot of ways for me. I just got hurt at the end, which kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, And then how long did it take you to kind of bounce back from that? Well, I did a whole bunch of PT. And really, it was at Big Sur that I was finally able to run again. I mean, I I ended up downgrading to the 12K there. um, But that was when I had bounced back. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then it was just rebuilding from there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was a big, yeah, I do remember that. The 12K is just in that um, town area, isn't that right? It goes out to Point Lobos. It was actually really nice. It was a really nice race. And I ran it with Kelly Kahn, who um, had also downgraded due to injury. And so there were about five of us. There was, um, Amy was there, um, Jessica, you know, our, our fearless founder. She yes. Did, we had, you know, we had several of us running, so fun. That, it was a fun little distance. Yeah. And I, I've never run a 12 K before and I never have run one since. Yeah. So. It's a very interesting distance. I think like Big Sur has like interesting distances just they like, you know, they decide what's like logistically, like what's feasible. And then they just say, okay. This- <laughs> Yeah, and I like that they all ended in the same spot, so you got to go through that, you know, finish line the same way. That was fun, too. Right, 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 right. And then, I mean, you didn't stop at marathons there, though, because you you ran – which ones did you run after? So then I um, ran Twin Cities in October. Um, Nice. And I just – A bunch of people did that. Oh, it was such a great race. And I ran it just to, you know – do a race without injury. Um, and so I took it super easy and I had so much fun. I talked to everyone. I took pictures. Um, it was a, it's a beautiful course. It is so, the leaves are turning. There's just like little rolling hills. Um, you go around all these lakes. It was gorgeous. And I got to meet all sorts of people at the MDRT meetup and that was fun. Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, Megan, Meredith, Shannon, mm-hmm. 
for all there. Oh, yeah. It was an amazing group of women. Yeah, and it was the same. Yeah, it was the same day as Chicago. So a bunch of people were just running in spirit together that day. That's right. Yeah. I think we had better weather, if I recall. Yeah, you did. Although... Yeah, it wasn't terrible in Chicago, but you did. Like, it was, uh, it was, yeah, I heard it was beautiful. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. So you felt strong the whole time. You didn't, like, feel your tendonitis or anything like that. No, so it was, it was a good comeback because I wasn't hurting. It was so nice to run a race without hurting. And it was, it, it just, like, it felt good. Like, I think because I didn't push it at all. It just, like, I wasn't hurting afterwards at all. You know, I wasn't limping. It was, you know, I flew home that day and uh, went to work the next day. And I try to keep it on the down low at work. I don't, you know, really want to talk about my running much. So, you know, nobody (laughs) even knew I had run. I just casually walked into work. It was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That is awesome. I mean, uh, and then... And then you ran a couple more this year, or was it, did you, I know you did the virtual one, so I don't know if you're counting that one. Oh, I'm totally counting that one. Yes. I mean, you have to, because, well, we'll get to it in a second, but there was one more, right? Yeah. So there was light at the end of the tunnel. Ah, was that, is that downhill? It is. One of those downhill. It is. Okay. So you got to tell us about these, because I'm curious. You know. I was telling someone about it the other day and I said, you know how, you know, the day your kids are born is the best day of your life. I'm like, well, it wasn't really the best day of my life. I mean, it was, oh, now Liam's here again and he sees, oh, and he, okay, okay, honey. Yes. Apparently he's sick. Um, Aw, do you have to go take Oh, no, no. Yeah. No, he's passing me. You're like he's 16. Go lie down. <laughs> Rub some dirt on it. Um, yes. So, you know, I mean, it was, later it was great to have my kids, but I have to say that light at the end of the tunnel marathon that was one of the best days of my life to be. Oh, I love to hear that. Literally, like I get chills and like I feel warm in my heart when I hear that. Like one of the best days of their lives is a marathon. Oh, that's amazing! You know, I went to Seattle and I got to see Emmy and her family, and we all hung out and had a beer. And well, her kids didn't have beer, Um, and it was (laughs) so so nice. Then we drove out, and it's just in this beautiful, beautiful mountainous area. It was so gorgeous. And you know, my husband came with me and he volunteered on the course. And so he drove me up to the top and it was chilly at the top. And I was waiting to use the bathroom one last time. And the woman in front of me said, have you ever w- run this race before? And I said, no. And she said, oh, it's magic. And I'm like, mm-hmm, magic. Sure. Yeah. Oh, it was magic. It really was. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. It was just one of those amazing feelings. Like you're flying, like the scenery is gorgeous. Like the weather was perfect. It was just, everything came together. It was, it was amazing. So. Wow. I mean, it almost sounds like they paid you to say this. So like 500 MDRTs are going to go like sign up for this race right now. I know. Well, (laughs) my running partner has not run a full before and she was talking about it. And I said, well, if you promise that you're only ever going to run one marathon, you can run that one for your first one. But otherwise, you can't because it will ruin you for all other races. <laughs> Aww. Well, you know what I'm going to say about the one that you're going to run next year? I mean, because you, well, you ran the, this virtual one. Um, tell people about that. Like, 
um, the New York Roadrunners, I guess, you just have to sign up in a certain period of time, right? And then... Yeah, you know, I was trying to figure out what to do next. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to train for. I had nothing really on my calendar. And then I saw someone was posting about, oh, you can sign up to do this virtual marathon and qualify for New York City. And, you know, I put myself in the lottery, you know, for the past several years, and I've never gotten in. And I thought, well... I'll see if I can log on and do that. You know, what are the odds? They had 500 spots um, that they opened for it and it sold out in minutes. Um, yeah. And it was sometime, I think in July. And you log okay. on and you, you know, you secured a spot if you, if you got one and I got lucky, I got one of the 500 spots. And then if you, uh, you have to run a marathon on your own, log it with Strava sometime on marathon on New York city marathon weekend. Wow. To do that under six and a half hours, it qualifies you for New York 2020. So, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit. I just signed up for, I'm sorry, that is a podcast. Yikes. Oh, no, it's fine. I, I swear to. <laughs> it's only us. <laughs> I just signed up for a virtual marathon and another marathon. So Right. <laughs> it's like these crazy people. We are crazy. It's like we're signed up for a marathon so we could do another marathon. You know. Like, and then I, every time someone posts one, it's like, "Ooh, I want to do that one. I yes. want to run that one." You know. I, well, so I yeah. may actually I, be in the lottery for Chicago as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they are only weeks apart. You know that, right? I do know that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it seems as if people do it. <laughs> yeah, it seems. I mean, I, I mean, I know a couple crazy people who did it. Um, but New York City is obviously very different from the light of the end of the tunnel um, yeah. marathon. But it is a pretty good marathon. I think um, I think you'll be happy when you get here. But um, tell us how that virtual marathon went. Like, did you? It seems like you had like a cheering squad. Like you, I you did. Um, recruited people to like <laughs> cheer you on. I totally did. Well, I was busy that weekend um, already. I had a prior commitment. So I, I took Thursday off because I couldn't, there were too many people off Friday. So I took Thursday off to do it then. I was like, well, who's going to be able to run with me on a Thursday? You know, that's crazy. Um, but I put it out there on my running group. And my running partner actually took the day off work to do it with me too. So I got down there and I ran, there's a 10 mile loop, but um, around town lake in Austin, but you can break it up with different bridges and make it different um, lengths. So I decided to do two loops, two 10 mile loops, and then do a smaller loop at uh, and a half at the end. Good. So I did the first loop by myself, listening to the podcasts. And so I ran. Yay. Yeah. So it was awesome. I got to, you know, run with you and, and, and my MDRT sisters, um, for the first, uh, first loop. And then I had some friends join me for the second loop. So, um, so someone from my local running group and then my long run partner. And so that was amazing. And then one of the women that I've run with before, um, she is battling breast cancer. And so she's not running at the moment. But she ran New York in, I think, 2017, and she came out to cheer for me, and she had all these signs, and she showed up at just different parts of the course with different signs. Aww. And she brought, like, a cowbell, because her name's Laura. 
And- <laughs> yes, all Lauras have cowbells. Yeah, and she had like specific signs for like the miles that she was standing at. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. And then my husband ran the last um, six miles with me. So yeah, I had a team. It was awesome. That is so special, Megan. Runners are like the best. Right? Uh, Someone took the day off from work to run with you. I know. It wasn't even a race. There's no medal involved for this person. Right? She was just there to support me. She's (laughs) I'm very lucky to have her in my life. I know. People stood there with signs, not for like a big marathon, just for you, just Megan. For like me. literally just <laughs> you. There was no one else running, just you. I mean, you're, oh, that is so special. I felt so loved, I have to say. Aww. It was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> How did it feel though? Was it, were you prepared? Were you trained or you just kind of worked it? <laughs> You know, I did train. I did the the training plan that they provided. Um, I chose like the conservative one. I didn't, you know, I did the Hanson's training for light at the end of the tunnel. And that one was really intense. And I wasn't ready to have another intense training plan. So I did the conservative New York and it was a pretty laid back plan, I have to say. Um, So I wasn't as well trained as I could have been, but it was enough. And that was, yeah. I just needed to do enough, you know? Yeah. How was the weather? The weather was good. It was cool and it was overcast. So oh, yeah. Great. Weather perfect. was perfect. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you claimed your spot for 2020 next year. I did. And they should be mailing me a medal soon. I get a virtual. Oh, you get a medal. That is really cool. <laughs> We yeah. like the hardware. You get to put that off. That's so cool. I know. So exciting. And I think I've recruited my brother-in-law to run New York next year as well. Yeah. So I have to remind him that he promised. But yeah. that's cool. You got to, <laughs> you know, reserve a hotel and everything now. I know. I know. They, my, my sister lives right outside the city. So okay. she said I could stay with her. But I'm like, eh, I don't want to put any extra stresses on it. So we'll yeah. see. Where does she live? She's an Armonk. Okay. Yeah, it's a little far. You may want to get the city, especially that night before. It's like, right. it, unless unless there's a bus from her town directly to Staten Island. But, you know, part of the fun is to be here the whole weekend. Of, right? Um, That's what I'm thinking. As yeah. Well. yeah. I mean, if you can swing it, I would get a hotel near Central Park kind of close to the finish and just like really experience the whole weekend starting from Thursday or Friday and leave on Monday or Tuesday. I know I'm making a big sell to like be here a really long period of time, but it's so much fun. Like the whole weekend is really, really fun. There's like celebrities and. So I'm hoping I can get the kid, convince the kids to take time off school and go with me. We will see. Yeah. They're always so busy and it's so hard for them to make up work when they miss it, but. I'm going to try to talk them into it. We yeah, should. you should try. I mean, I get it. So maybe like one day or Tuesday, no, like the Friday or the Monday. But I get it. My son is very reluctant to take time off of high school because you're right. Like at this point, if they miss one day, it's like a big deal. Yeah, it ends up they, they pay for it. Yeah. Although I don't know if you guys have election day off. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> Like yeah. our in New York public schools have election day off because the polls are at the 
you know, at the schools. And that's the Tuesday after the marathon. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. So oh, something to think about. Isn't yeah. It? Well, then, yeah, I mean, you guys don't have it off, but if you take Monday off, then you have Tuesday off. But, I, you know, I'm sure 2020, no. everyone wants to be at the polls <laughs> next year. Yeah, I don't want to miss that. Yeah, no, I mean, the polls. I'm all about early voting. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah, some of the signs um, I saw at New York City were, you know, run like the 2020 polls are open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do your civic duty, right? Yeah. I mean, those those are good um, signs for next year. I'll definitely. Oh, yeah. The signs for next year should be good. And I heard it was the 50th anniversary of the race next year. It is, which is making me want to not spectate next year. I think I'm going to (laughs) run you. I'm going to run it. I I mean, I'm not going to set it in stone, but like, I think I'm going to run it. Oh, you just said it. I'm pretty sure. I just said it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was telling everybody it's the 50th anniversary. Um, not to get too political, but I ran it in 2016, and then, you know, the election happened a couple days afterwards. So I just feel like I need to run it and then have a better week and a better outcome. I think you need to run it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad um, that you just committed. That's awesome. Yeah. So maybe I'll run it with you. We'll see. We'll see. And I've got cousins in. coming to run it. Yes. Oh, well, that's, I also want to, I mean, this is like not a big deal, but your cousin who I met, I think in Big Sur too, was she there? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Who's lovely and a great runner. And her boyfriend's like this crazy um, runner. He's almost like a, like a, like semi-elite celeb in New York City. Cause he's so fun. Yeah. He's a coach. I think someone else is posting a lot at Brian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Brian. And so this year's New York was his 100th marathon. <laughs> That's crazy. I like right. follow him on Instagram. Um, and he's a coach at Roadrunners. He like runs, I think he did what, Boston to Big Sur to London or one of those. Yeah, he did Boston to London to Big Sur. Okay, that mm-hmm. was it. Yeah, in 2018. He ran a marathon every week for three weeks. Um, uh, crazy. Yeah, at a really fast crazy level um because he's pretty fast so yeah that's kind of cool is your and your cousin also runs a lot of marathons right she does she's amazing and she's super sweet and so she I think is the enabler um in that branch of the family oh yeah few cousins so she and her sister both run a bunch of the New York races because they're both in New York and then their other sister is going to run next year she was supposed to run this year and I she deferred so she's gonna run I think it's her first marathon next year um maybe it's not but she'll be running New York next year too so I'll have a, I'll have a whole bunch of family that'll be so fun yeah right? <laughs> so what do you, what do your kids think about this and your husband who like kind of started this but now probably is sorry <laughs> that this is ever <laughs> he did it <laughs> well Liam actually told me I'm a better mother when I run oh which is really nice. Um, they're incredibly, I, I think, proud of me and happy that I do it. They don't really come out to races because they're busy and they like to sleep. Yeah. Um, but they're I, yeah, very supportive. Yeah. And Matt could not be more supportive. I mean, he is—he's the most supportive husband ever. So, and he's actually training again. And you know, he gets—he trains a little and he gets super fast and. 
is an awesome runner. So when he doesn't get injured, he does amazing. So he's training again, and we're going to run a half together next month. Um, oh, cool. Well, we won't run together, but we'll but, both run yeah, the- at the same race. <laughs> <laughs> what about, are you coming to Atlanta? I am. Woo-hoo! I know. I'm so excited. Biggest PRT yeah. meetup ever. Thank you, Laura Morrison. <laughs> what are you running? I'm running the half. You're running the half. Mm-hmm. Um, yay. Are you running another marathon before New York or you don't know? I don't have anything on the schedule. I was actually looking at my, you know, I just got my schedule for 2020 with my call weekends and all that sort of stuff. And that's usually what I do. I'll look and I'll see, oh, look, I have a weekend here. And then I start going on the like, find my marathon website and I see what marathons there are that weekend. Yeah. I mean, that's how I ended up at Twin Cities. Now I ended up light at the end of the tunnel was just like that weekend I had free. So it worked. Um, So so I was like, you'll do one. You think you'll do a spring marathon? I don't know. You know, I didn't find any that really jumped out at me for the weekends that I could do. So I'm not sure. But I'm sure someone out there whispers in your ear. um, You would be susceptible to that suggestion. So if anyone has a little well, there are a few weekends in April and May that that looked okay to me, but I, yeah, no, no, great. There was one I think. The only, one, the only one that was tempting was St. Louis. There's so many St. Louis MDRTs. Oh so yes, that one was tempting. Yeah, I don't know when that is, um, but yeah. it's obviously sometime in April or May if I was looking at it. So I don't remember the date. But Done. We- yeah yeah um do you usually have a day off a week because you have today off no I um I just had you know we have a certain number of vacation days you know we use them for CME for everything else and usually I take a day off here or there just so if I need a doctor's appointment or whatever I can do it and I just happened to have an extra day um so I took it today thinking I could get a couple appointments done that sort of thing um, run some errands so no this is just a total random random day for no reason apparently my kid didn't know I was home I didn't know he was home <laughs> Mom, why are you home you're like I'm recording a podcast <laughs> <laughs> obviously what else would I be doing what else would I be doing <laughs> but I got my long run in today so that was good I got that done and have was- more time with kids this weekend so yeah yeah how far did you run I did 10 so you just like maintain a double digit run kind of thing? I'm trying to. Yeah. Cause I, you know, I have several halves coming up. Um, you know, only one, I think I'm going to race, but I have a couple halves coming up. So I'm trying to just, you know, keep it adequate. So yeah. Can, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a coach? I do not. Although I, I'm, I'm pre contemplative about it. So I, yeah. Pondering one, but I feel, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm not a runner in not the runner way that you are. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm slower and older and I don't know. Do I deserve a coach? I don't know. Come on, Megan, you deserve whatever you want. And just because the paces are different doesn't mean you can't get a coach. I mean, I can understand if people don't want a coach, that's totally fine. But like, you shouldn't 
wonder if you deserve a coach. <laughs> well, it's just, I see the people that they're coaching and they're so fast and so good. And I'm like, Oh, you know, do they really want to coach someone like me? I don't know. So no, I mean, you know, that's where I live in the self doubt zone. So. Yeah. Well, what, yeah. what are your goals? Do you have goals? Like you don't have to have goals. Mm-hmm. Like people, there are people... I don't really have goals other than it would be nice to be able to be more efficient. Like, I don't, I think my pace is just fine. I enjoy, you know, getting out there and I don't, I don't need to be a super speedster like some of you guys, but when I want to do a 20 mile, um, run and it takes me, you know, like five hours, Yeah, that, you know, that's a big chunk of my day. So it would be nice to be able to get out there and actually do my runs more efficiently and just spend less time on it. That would, that that would be more of my goal rather than like, I want to do a, you know, four hour marathon or whatever. So. Yeah. But I think there are plenty of coaches that could help you with that, you know? And if you explained it that way, like I'm sure there are training plans and, you know, um, ideas, speed work, tempo runs, like that could be aimed at that, that wouldn't, you know, be, you know, like something so intense that you can handle it or, or like overwhelming or something like that. Yeah. Cause so. I don't want to burn out. I don't want to feel like it's a job or resent it, you know, yeah. like I want to keep enjoying it and have it be something that I, that I like rather than, Oh, I've got this on the schedule kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it totally makes sense. So then, I mean, do you spend a lot of time thinking about what you're going to do that day or like you just go out and do it? Well, you know, when I'm training for a specific race, I actually take all, I take the whole plan and I make a separate Google calendar with that race and that plan so I can kind of click it on, click it off and see what the plan is for that day. Yeah. Um, and I do that for, for all my races. And so then I just see what it is the next day and do it. Right now I'm in this weird limbo because I don't have an actual plan. Re- yeah. So yeah. that's weird so I'm doing a little bit more randomly now yeah it's kind of funny though I told my husband to do that I said you know make a google you know calendar with your races then you can click it on click it off and he actually used his regular google calendar for it and we share calendars so now I see all of his running plans (laughs) um and I get so confused I look on I'm like wait am I doing five or am I doing this because they both show up on my calendar now too much running going on in the the household too yeah no that's great it's it's a good thing (laughs) are you because um well you I'm just thinking of the post you posted yesterday we don't have to get all into it but are you doing you you said you're doing some strength too yeah so I um you know, I, I had done like, you know, the sort of short little strength circuits and the PT work, you know, I've tried to keep that up, try to keep the glutes strong. Um, but I just started working, I don't know how many weeks ago with a trainer and doing one-on-one weights with him. Great. And Is that he, at your house or at a gym or something? It's at a gym that's less than five minutes away and he's fantastic and he really tries to tailor it to you know, what I need. Um, and he's really, really specific about form. You know, he tells me, turn, I want you to turn your feet out just slightly. Yes, that's right. Um, and that's where I really feel comfortable is having someone telling me exactly what my form should be. Cause I really don't want to get injured again. And I think that's how I got injured before was, um, orange theory where, you know, it's all about speed and yeah, 
all those people next to you and not so much about form. Um, so that's great. I really enjoy it. Um, really expensive though I know it's really (laughs) expensive Um, maybe once he gets me a little more buffed up I can do more on my own I can do some on my own obviously I can you know do some of it but yeah it's it's fun to work with someone who really knows what they're doing and um I don't have to think at all I just walk in and he tells me exactly what to do it's fantastic you know what that money you're spending is so you know is is money well spent I mean I think so yeah, just spend it because um, he's going to make you feel more confident and understand your body so much better. And then, yeah, you're right. You'll be able to go off maybe, you know, in a couple months to do a couple things by yourself. But really to have someone just watch you do everything and um, correct your form and have you get strong, like it's so worth it. You're going to feel great. It's gonna yeah, be- I really enjoy it. The other day he had me doing these medicine ball slams. and. Yeah. I was like, why am I doing this? Like this, I don't understand. Why am I doing this? He says, because this is how you start to build your form for your jumps, for your kettlebells, for your other things. So right now we're building that, you know, motor yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So he has like the long-term plans of, of where we're going with this. Absolutely. It's like the karate kid while you're doing like <laughs> wax on, wax on. I, yes, yes. No, but it's just... Ball slams are great for your hips, for explosiveness, for, for a lot of things. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's so awesome. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. Um, what do you have on for the rest of the day? Cause I, you know, I, uh, I feel bad keeping you. Um, well, you know, usually I've got a whole bunch planned. I mean, I have, you know, my to-do list. I've got some errands, got to make cupcakes, got to figure out why my kid is home. Yeah. Like <laughs> um, <laughs> but not all that much. Not, not all that much. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I mean, it's good to have a day off and like just, just chill and recover. You did like just run 10 miles, so... You gotta replenish, replenish your body too. But I'm, you know, I'm. When I say I'm spoiled, I'm totally spoiled. My husband does so much here at the house. You know, he gets the groceries, he does the cooking, he does, you know, all the household stuff. So I, when I say a lazy day, I'm like, I'm super lazy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I don't, you know, you know, it's well deserved. You spend many years training residency away from your babies like this is the time to you know relax and enjoy um you know enjoy your life so and he makes sure everything runs smoothly so it's awesome I'm very I'm a very lucky lady (laughs) yeah it sounds like you're not getting divorced anytime soon uh, (laughs) probably (laughs) you can can keep that last name so yeah it would be such a hassle to change my name anyways yeah yeah we'll keep them (laughs) Is he, he's going to come to New York with you, right? At least at the very least. I sure hope so. You know, we, ha- we just have to figure out all the kids stuff. The only thing that might cause a problem would be if marching band is still going on. Yeah. You know, marching band yeah. is our life in the fall. It's all we do all the time. Um, my kids are at different high schools, so they march in different bands. They've got so many competitions, so many weekend things. So and none of, all of that is mandatory. So if March yeah. Band is still going on, if there's any conflicts there, that might be the only snag in the plan. So yeah, I, I was looking at that in Facebook. I I uh, marched in the high school. Uh, did you? Band. What did you? Yes. 
Well, I play the flute, but um, I know this is really random. We, we had a really weak brass um, section, so I learned the euphonia. Oh, is that, is that what it's called? The yeah, marching euphonium. The, yeah. yeah, the marching. So you horn. were low yeah. brass. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yes, I know. I just we're all about low brass. Yes. <laughs> so Liam's um, now Finn is trumpet. He is. But Liam's the tuba. Right. So yeah. Wow, I could say that I can actually play the trumpet a little bit. I can play like a scale. I feel like I can, you know, it'll come back. <laughs> that is awesome. So I love that you were like brass and flute and your daughter's violin. Very different. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I played a little um, piano was my main um, instrument, even though I wasn't very good at all. Um, well, piano's a but... good music for everything else. It is. It is. Um, it makes you, you know, learn music and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, like, yeah. I think his son reads music because he played piano before he did tuba and stuff. So, yeah. so they're at different high schools. They are at different high schools. Just because, yeah. just because um, they're different kids. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have, you know, we're very lucky. We've got many good schools to choose from. And our local high school is the Fine Arts Magnet, and it's where all my older son's friends went, and he really wanted to go to that school. Okay. And then my younger son, um, he was taking pretty accelerated math in middle school and some other stuff, and so the better school for him was the Academic Magnet. So he got it. That one. And And they're both public schools. They're both public schools. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Sounds like you have a lot of choices, which is great. It is. It's kind of amazing. I mean, we even had good choices for middle school, which is very rare. So, yeah, we're very, very lucky in terms of that. Cool. Yeah. That's how New York City is. Like, um, like there's a lot of public schools, but, like, rarely do you see a family where everyone's going to the same school. So. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. We're a little bit more unusual here. Here, I feel like most people, their kids go to the same schools, but. Yeah. <laughs> You know, different kids. Isn't it nice that there's different options? No, absolutely. That's that's awesome. Do they get along? They do. You know, they have a pretty intense sibling relationship. They've always been very close. They fight more as they've gotten older, but you know, they still share a room. Um, and they are they're very close. It's oh, that's nice. very sweet. Mm-hmm. They fight too. You know, but <laughs> I think they really love each other. I wish my yeah. I mean, I, maybe one day, but I, I feel like, yeah, my kids are not as close as I would like them to be. Maybe because they have to live on top. <laughs> well, we, you know, my sisters weren't terribly close when they were little, and now we're all extraordinarily close. So, yeah, yeah, that was true for me too. So, we shall see. Yes, hopefully so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, Megan, thank you so much for spending this hour thank with you, me. Thank you, Laura. Thanks I'm... for calling me. No problem. It was so good I to really chat with it. you. Yeah, and then I feel like I'm saying this to everyone I end my call with, but I'll see you in Atlanta. It's so Atlanta. excited. I'm like, oh it's like everyone's going to be there. So going to be there. So if you haven't signed yeah. up yet, MDRT, you know. I know. Sign time. up. Emmy. <laughs> Yeah, I know, Emmy, right? Uh, I can't believe she's not going. I know. Well, we'll see. Maybe we can convince her. Just she'll fly in and out in like 24 hours. We all need to just go to Seattle. That's what we need to do. That's 
That's true. We can all we run the tunnel. That. We'll have our own marathon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, right Megan. Have tomorrow. a great day. Okay. Bye. Right. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening, ladies, to our 18th episode of the MDRT podcast with Megan Crescent. Um, Please stay tuned for all our other episodes and happy running, guys. Bye.